Welcome to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a champion for women tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paid, successful career in the tech sector. On the show, we share top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a great career in the sector, as well as talk to employers who champion diversity and gender equality. In Series 3, we're teaching women how to be bold and proud in pursuing their career ambitions by sharing tips and expertise from individuals who've identified ways to motivate themselves and really empower themselves in the workplace. Today, I'm delighted to have Carla Bolton-Marsh on the show, who's a global account director at Salesforce, but also a business and leadership coach, and she's been busy working with some of our super mums one-to-one. So I wanted to get her on the show today to talk a little bit more about how to overcome your fears because that's one of the things that many of our trainees face when they're thinking about starting and starting out a new career in something brand new or tackling an issue and to overcome it and get over that hurdle. And it's very scary to change direction or even to go for a promotion because quite often you don't know if the grass is greener or not. And so today we're going to be talking about how to overcome those fears, how to think about them logically and how to help move yourself forward so you're no longer stuck in the rut. Carla's going to be joining me. So Carla, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you, Heather, and thank you for having me. Nice to to be here and part of this community. So, so as you said, Carla, I've been working in the IT industry for 25 years. Um, I've worked at HP, Microsoft, and I've been at Salesforce um, for the last couple of years. So I just look after one big account at, at Salesforce. And but also I am, as you mentioned, I'm a, a business and leadership coach as well. So I work with people coaching them in Salesforce and then kind of in the evenings and weekends as well. And what got you interested in coaching? What made you train up as a coach? Yeah, so I think my even though my work uh, background is all business and technology and software, my academic background is psychology and I'm always interested in people my passion is people and our thoughts and our behaviors and how that can can shape things and you know and as i've learned with coaching our minds can be our worst enemies and hold us back that they can also be our greatest asset but our thoughts and our beliefs and our assumptions that um we can have on ourselves really can shape us so so i'm really drawn to coaching for that perspective to to help people on their journeys and sort of achieve whatever they are potentially, you know, what whatever is their potential. Mm. And, it, you know, I, I love coaching, as you know, and, and actively support coaching with our own Supermum community. And, and in context of what we're talking about today, when we were chatting, it was really that element of overcoming fears, wasn't it? It was one of the reasons yeah. why you found yeah. coaching really powerful. So can you share your story about when you were facing fears and then what you did to, to sort of get over that? Yes, exactly. Yes, happy to give some examples. So um, fears, and then in the world of psychology, we quite often call them limiting beliefs, which essentially is just beliefs that you've got that that limit you. And they are, you know, as I mentioned, those assumptions and beliefs that you have. So an example where I had to coach myself, uh, essentially, was on my fear of public speaking where I'd get asked a lot to present and and do public speaking and I'd always accept but then I'd have that massive anxiety before the event 
and I'd feel very jittery before. So I had to, that fear. So I had to do some work on myself thinking, well, they've asked me for a reason to present and had to work through why I did. And with that, I used, you know, a coaching model, which is you have to really identify where that fear comes from and what it is. So with me, with public speaking, it was, what is my fear? My fear is, are my ideas really good enough to be presenting to an audience? And then my other fear was, am I really interesting or will my content bore people? And my fear was looking out to an audience and having lots of bored faces looking back at me, <laughs> whereas I, ideally <laughs> you want to excite your audience. People always say, "Have them imagine them naked, don't they? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Not sure they always exactly. want to do that, really. But, but then I might be giggling. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I had to face that fear and the best way to do it is to write those down. So, I wrote down those concerns it was you know are my ideas good enough to be sharing publicly and will I bore people do you have to write them down and then say them out loud so that you really are sort of familiar and uh, uh, you know aware of what those fears are and then you have to think of your the worst case scenario and also analyze when you've written them down look at is there any evidence or fact around that and so I had to look at it when I've been presenting, have people been bored? Well, no, you know, quite often I'll get put some positive feedback back from it. So you have to look at the evidence and look at the facts. And it's like, is this really factually true? Or is this just how I feel? And our feelings and our thoughts are not facts. Mm. And, and then it's kind of changing it to a more positive way of looking at it. And I realised it wasn't that I was bad at it. I just had a lack of experience for it. So then I had to change the way I was thinking uh, and tell myself that. Uh, tell myself that it's not that I can't do it. It's that I haven't got the experience. So I will make sure I get to the experience. So for me, I joined Toastmasters to get the experience and, and took the. So it's kind of working through that fear. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. That's really interesting. And I think taking the step to join things where you learn. I mean, I was in a similar position when I was younger. I felt really nervous starting doing presentations. And I, I joined a public speaking. It was, uh, they did like, it was like through run through like drama classes, but they did presentation workshops. So I signed up to presentation workshops as well because my employer wouldn't support it. But then you'll, they expect you to obviously be confident speaking in interviews and things. So, I mean, that was a great transformation. And then I went on to do Virgin V parties in the evening where I'd had to present about different makeup in front of women whilst they were socialising. And that just really built my confidence. Like it wasn't the pressure of work, but it built my confidence outside of work. And I think public speaking is such a common area where people are worried and concerned and have that fear. It, it really is. And like you said, with the Virgin V, any areas where you can practice it and by doing, the actual doing gives you confidence. And then, you know, and then it becomes self-fulfilling. You know, if you feel, if you've got the, if you're doing it, you feel more confident. And if you feel more confident, you feel more positive and then you do more. Um, so the more you do, the more you do, essentially. But so, yes, I'm, you know, such a, a great believer of that. It's interesting. And, you know, so going back to that common problem, like I also really felt 
nervous coming back yeah after maternity leave where you haven't been in the workplace for so long and then you're in a workshop where you're then having to facilitate and then sort of be at the, the focal attention presenting and, and sort of dis- facilitating discussions and so I think many women sort of face this so I think those top tips around really looking at what is factual what is not stepping into training and support that you can sort of access you know and sort of really start to skill up is all, all extremely relevant it is it's both skills you know for any role it's the skills but then it's also the behavior and there's so many courses online that are free or or very low cost but interesting doing my coaching it doesn't matter whether I'm doing life coaching relationship coaching business coaching it typically oil or always boils down when to that same thing I don't feel good enough you know, so, you know, whatever it is that people coaching, they'll talk about, I'm coming coaching for this thing. And then we drill down, drill down, drill down. And it 90% of the time, it's, I don't feel good enough, even leaders. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Is that always that negative self-talk on your shoulder? So have you got any other, you know, any other top tips that you would share with people who are, you know, got that little self negative self-talk on their shoulder that's saying and they're not good enough you know what to do what else can you recommend and it 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 is worth remembering as I've now seen with all this coaching that you're not alone with that even really successful people that I've been working with have that fear in terms of this you know successful people can quite often be have fear of success I've got this promotion but gosh can I sustain it Am I going to be able to keep this role? You know, so it's almost like they're scared of getting the promotion in the first place. But I think it is self-awareness is really key and really asking yourself a question, you know, what is it that I'm really fearful of and, and spelling it out and then just questioning yourself. And then, you know, also sometimes you have to be kind to yourself and recognize when that self-talk is happening and stopping it in its track and just asking yourself, is there a different perspective? Such the example I gave, I just thought, oh God, public speaking, I'm probably not going to be any good. You know, I had to change my perspective is that I'd need to get more experience at it. Mm. And what difference, I mean, those steps you took, I think it's really good to reflect on like where you want to be. What difference has it made to you taking those steps and being part of Toastmasters? How has that changed your mindset and your skills and your abilities? What have you learned through that journey? Well, you've realised that, uh, and I think it was going back to that confidence thing as well. And, you know, I've um, studied a lot around confidence and self-esteem. And, you know, they're quite different, actually, confidence and self-esteem. Self-esteem is just your opinion of yourself confidence quite often is the thing that feeds self-esteem but how to build confidence the most confident people are the people that are doing do it and and some people say well it will take me too long to study for that thing or to qualify for those um things and I always say yeah but the time will pass anyway you know if that's going to take you six months that time will pass anyway so why not do it in a in a proactive way and people, you know, quite often when I'm talking to people, that self-talk, that negative talk, they will come up with things such as, I don't have the right background, or I didn't go to a private school, or I don't have any qualifications. And I always think that there's great examples out there, like Oprah Winfrey is a great example, 
where she didn't have the right background or the right education. She was brought up with her grandparents until she was six years old and she was dressed in potato sacks. I never knew that. um, And then at six years old, she went to live with her mother, but her mother's partner abused her. Um, Quite horrific story. Mm. And then... um, Oprah did get a scholarship at university. She went to Tennessee, but she failed it. She missed passing by one credit. Mm. So Oprah didn't, she had a horrific childhood Mm. and background. She didn't have the academic, but yet she's the most, one of the most richest women in the world. Certainly the the richest self-made women. Um, Mm. There's all sorts of stories when you look out there. Um, Halle Berry, she lived in a homeless shelter. So I think, you know, with the Oprah story, she really gives us that message. It doesn't matter what your past is or what your background is. It's all about your mindset. Mm, They're really interesting. And I liked one of the things that you said to me was about the ongoing learning and skills as well. Like you can achieve everything, anything you want to, if you put your mind to it. And it's all about getting the right training, the right learning, the right skills, the right coach behind you, kind of all those aspects that power people forward, regardless, as you say, the background or where you've come from. You know, I was speaking to some of our supermum trainees last night who've got very different backgrounds to, you know, they haven't come from a tech background and they're now training up in Salesforce, but they are putting in the hours. They are absorbing every little bit of content that they can. They're turning up at every sort of training session we've got, really maximizing it. And that's what I love that's that. what helps people achieve, right? That's what makes the difference between whether you're going to make it or not. It makes a huge difference. And when I worked at, um, before I was at Salesforce, I was at Microsoft and our CEO had a saying, don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. And that saying really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. I've always, you're constantly evolving, constantly learning, or I have the potential to. And as I said earlier, there's so many courses online that are free or very low cost. So it's certainly a really positive thing to be doing in lockdown. I've Mm -hmm. done loads of courses during lockdown. Oh, well done, Carla, because I think people think, oh, I haven't got time. And again, we we did um, the coaching session we did last night was about managing boundaries, interestingly enough. And one of the things that one of the trainees said, well, he said, well, if you can watch two hours a night watching TV, then you can do two hours a night learning if you wanted yes. to. It, we, we have 24 hours in a day and we can split that up in whatever time you know we want to. So it's it's really interesting looking at where can I learn, where can I not, and sort of choosing you know what you do instead and sort of stop beating yourself up over things that you're not doing. <laughs> you know, take control of that. We have, we've all got to be kind to ourselves, especially at the moment. We've got to be kinder and make, and quite often said, how we talk to ourselves. You'd never talk to your child like that or your sibling or mm. anyone at a friend. You'd never, talk, you should talk to yourself how you talk to a friend. Like, well done. And sometimes it's not all about the big achievements in your life. Sometimes it might be what you've overcome. You know, you might have had something that you've had to overcome. And it's like, give yourself a pat on your pat you've overcome that and you're you know you've got through it 
Yeah, absolutely. So for those of people that are stuck in a rut, and I know because I've been there and I'm sure you have, Carla, like, yeah. you know, it's all very well to say, right, yeah, I've got this fear, right, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to tackle it. And, you know, there's those people that can shift their mindset because they have to maybe, or they've reached that tipping point where it's painful enough that they really need to do it. But there'll be those people that are stuck. And that's where I've personally you know use coaches before because I'm like I'm not moving from this point and it's still a problem <laughs> so what, you know Carla you coach people what do you believe is the value of having a coach at this point to kind of move you from A to B yeah I think the benefit of coaching so within sports arenas people always use a coach to help you get to the best of your mental and physical capacity so within the sports arena having a coach is so normal But it's the same, really, in the business world. Why struggle on your own through something when there might be an expert that can help? You know, none of us know all the answers um, at all. So why struggle when you can get help through that certain certain aspect, whatever, however small it might be? I mean, I'm doing free coaching for people at the moment, certainly during this pandemic time. But if, if not, you know, that you just Google what it is, what your fear is, what's holding you back and and just work on what those what those fears are, what it is holding you back. And as I said, you know, when people say, that, you know, oh, it's going to take, you know, a month, six months, whatever, that time's going to pass anyway. Mm, yeah. Um, productively. But but, yeah, sometimes it is just taking the small steps, you know, having the vision. You know, what is your vision? You know, what would you like to be? I know I've got a vision of what type of mother I'd like to be and, you know, what kind of colleague I'd want to be. And it really does help sometimes having that vision and then thinking, what steps can I take? And it's not about perfection. Perfection is so, it's about progress, not perfection. Mm, no, I think that's really valuable. Thank you, Carla. Yeah, absolutely. If you can have somebody by your side working with you on facing your fear, it's having yeah. an ally, isn't it? It's having a friend that you feel that, you know, and it's more than a friend because they're there to make you successful and help you work through those challenges that you're allowed to talk to, that they're solely for that purpose. Whereas sometimes we don't want to put extra stress on friendships and things like that. You don't want to talk about problems. You know, it's kind of having somebody there edging you forward. So thank you, Carla, for the support that you're giving people on one-to-one particularly through our super mums and we also have our group coaching program as well through super mums where we're coaching people so um different methods will will work differently for you so do tap into support if you need it you can connect with carla um, on linkedin so that might be a great place to connect with her and follow her and then you can visit super mums website at supermums.org if you want to find out more about the support we can provide to you to help you overcome your fears so thank you carla for today and all your top tips it's been really interesting been lovely talking to you and happy to um, help anyone so yeah send me a message and happy to give pointers to anyone that needs it thank you oh, thank you carla it's very kind of you and um good luck everyone think about your fear today and what step you can take towards that Um, if you liked the podcast today please review and subscribe on itunes and we look forward to seeing you on the next show thank you very much take care speak soon bye mums on cloud nine is kindly sponsored by rb in partnership with emfa